From COK Studios in Scott Simon Ski Lodge, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones Mallow. On today's show, we'll consider the far-reaching implications of Empire star Jesse Smollett's phony hate crime. We'll also consider a wrap-up of the Academy Awards with designer and celebrity stylist Peter Grigio. And we'll consider that we're far from the shallow now. Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from the estate of Gertrude Borg, who donated all of her cats and their many, many feral offspring to various charities. To get a cat, or five, visit crazycatlady.org. And Sponge Bath and Beyond, your favorite store for all your sponge bathing needs. Come in for 20% off all our plastic basins. Sponge Bath and Beyond, when you can't wash yourself anymore. This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones Mallow. Empire star and gay black actor Jesse Smollett faces a maximum sentence of three years in prison after it was discovered that he staged a hate crime and then falsely reported it to Chicago police. Smollett claimed that while walking in Chicago in the early morning hours, two individuals shouted racist and homophobic slurs, physically attacked him, and wrapped a rope around his neck before they fled. Allegedly, Smollett paid the two men to attack him in what appears to be an attempt to raise his public profile and garner a raise for his role on the show Empire. There has been a 17% increase in hate crimes since 2016, which is an alarming trend that Smollett used to his advantage, but at what cost to victims of real hate crimes? Senior correspondent Cordell Nutbrock investigated how the Smollett case may affect the perception of hate crimes going forward. Does the Jussie Smollett case make things more difficult for people who really are attacked and discriminated against when they try to come forward and hope to be believed? In a word, absolutely. The black and LGBTQ communities have been fighting for decades to have recognition and to have attention paid to the very real jeopardy they face when they are out in public spaces. With one greedy move, Jussie Smollett has now made it harder for victims to come forward. As someone who has been a victim of hate speech and violence because of my skin color, I am very angry about this Smollett business. Nikeshi Amari Diallo has been a civil rights activist for years, and I spoke to her on the phone about how difficult it already is to come forward as a victim, especially as hate crimes go up around the country. It's never easy to be a victim. And we cannot let this episode define what happens after a hate crime. We need to believe people when they come forward, no matter what. But people believe Jesse Smollett and now we know he lied. I agree that victims must be believed, but these false claims are bad for all victims of discrimination. Yes, they are. It's just sickening to me that someone could be so callous as to lie about something like this. It undermines so much of what I have worked for my whole life as a strong, proud, bisexual African-American woman. When people lie about who they are or what their story is, it sets back the collective work of all those who have struggled for so long against discrimination. Yes, I appreciate your passion on behalf of victims of discrimination, Miss Diallo. Though I must say, your voice sounds very familiar. Uh, hmm. I'm not sure why it would. Mm, Quite. And that name, Nikeshi Amari Diallo, it's very unusual, but it sounds familiar as well. I'm 
I'm sure you've heard my name as an African-American and bisexual activist. No, that's not it. Wait a minute, you're Rachel Dolezal. You changed your name. That's why it sounded so familiar. You're the white lady who claimed to be black and who lied about being the victim of hate crimes. Well, I identify as black. Uh, You were dismissed from your position as an instructor in Africana studies at Eastern Washington University, and now you've been charged with welfare fraud and second-degree perjury. You're the original Jussie Smollett. You're just as bad as he is. Maybe. Be worse. Uh, no, I'm not. I have been helping my black community, not harming it like Mr. Smollett. He's hurting real victims like me. Weren't you also accused of plagiarism for your African American inspired art? Uh, uh, no, I that Jussie Smollett is the bad guy here, not me. Don't discriminate against me. Hate crime. But you're white, and you're a documented liar. Hate crime! I think we're done here. Hopefully, people like Rachel Dolezal and Jussie Smollett will stop damaging the culture so that real victims of hate crimes can still come forward and be believed. It's hard enough in the current climate without greedy weirdos muddying the waters for those who really face discrimination. Hate crime! (laughs) For CLK News, I'm Cordell Nutrock. You're listening to Consider Our Knowledge. Now we turn to the Academy Awards, which were held this past Sunday in Hollywood. Green Book won Best Picture, while Rami Malek and Olivia Colman took home awards for Best Actor and Best Actress, respectively. The ceremony was a little different this year without a host, and featured more music and a sped-up format. Joining us via Skype from his home in Beverly Hills to discuss the 2019 Oscars is stylist to the stars and designer Peter Grigio. Glad to have you back on COK, Peter. Hi, Dinah. Okay, so what did you think of this year's Oscars? Well... If we're being honest, I didn't watch. It was it was such a crazy day. I had a massive post-Oscar party at my house, so I was getting ready for that. It's still going on, actually. People have been here for two days, and I don't have any idea when they'll be leaving. Right now, Ryan Gosling is playing Marco Polo in my pool with Olivia Coleman and Octavia Spencer, while Alfonso Cuaron makes us all tapas for lunch. Marco! Polo! Marco! Polo! Fish out of water! Get back in the pool, Olivia, you little cheetah! Wow, that sounds exhausting. I know! But it's been so much fun. It was, and still is, the most lavishly epic Oscar party ever. It made the Vanity Fair party look like a crappy five-year-old's birthday at a condemned Chuck E. Cheese. Okay, so before we get to your party, I have to say, I'm still shocked you didn't watch the Oscars. Nope, nope, not a minute. Does that make me a bad person? No, but I figured you'd want to see the stars that you styled on the red carpet. Dinah, I style my clients like I use my Ronco, Showtime, Rotisserie, and Barbecue. I just set it and forget it. Oh, I see. Okay, so who did you style this year? You mean you couldn't tell? Uh, I... I'm I'm just kidding. (laughs) I styled all the biggest names. Bette Midler, Bradley Cooper, Regina King, Mike Myers, but not Dana Carvey. All the characters from Pooh Corner, except Rabbit. He's such a bitch. I also did Julia Roberts, Emma Stone's estranged Aunt Maureen, and Jim from The Office's Wife. 
I picked out Spike Lee's weird little hat from the kids section at Sears, and Willem Dafoe finally let me file down his cheekbones right before the show. He's going to cut someone with those things. That's incredible. Oh, you don't have to tell me. So can we talk about my epic week-long Oscar party now? Take that, Elton John. Oh, please tell us. Oh my god, it was just... Oh... Just off the chain. And all the big names are still here. I just found Christian Bell and Sam Rockwell asleep in my bed. You'll never guess who the big spoon was. Rockwell. Ooh. Uh-huh. Anyway, we had an ice sculpture shaped like Freddie Mercury's teeth and all-you-can-eat corn on the cob station. And guess what we called it? Oh, I don't know. A star is corn. We also had a photo booth with wacky props, a chocolate fountain, and we had everyone do the hokey pokey at midnight. That Sam Elliott really knows how to shake it all about. Oh, that sounds very entertaining. Right? (laughs) Yeah. We also had a room for sexy adult entertainment that people could go and watch at their leisure. Adam Driver's been in there for 16 hours. Do you know what we called it? Oh, I have no idea. A star is porn! You like puns, don't you? Oh, you know what we called our special in-house barbershop for the party? <laughs> Let me guess. A star is Sean. I got a million of these. I guess you liked that movie a lot. You bet I did. Uh-oh. I've got to go. I guess Bradley Cooper's about to leave and I... I just need one more look at him. Kisses! That was COK's Oscar wrap-up with celebrity stylist Peter Grigio. For Peter's tips on celebrity style, visit his website, astarisworn.com. Now it's time for this week's Big Little Wins. Congrats to Brian Meeks in San Diego, who successfully pawned off all the shots his friends bought for him at the bar the other night. You hate doing shots, and your friends don't listen to you. So well done on giving all that tequila, Jaeger, and rumple mints to Dale, the barfly sitting next to you all night. Sure, Dale shouldn't drink that much, but this still counts as a big little win. Our other big little win comes from Connie Nunez in Denver, who found an old Starbucks gift card while she was switching purses the other day. It only had $3.22 on it, but that's still a big little win in our book. If you want to share a win with us, post on our Facebook page or send us a tweet. That's all for this week's episode of Consider Our Knowledge. If you want more from the best-looking news team in public radio, visit considerourknowledge.com. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at ConsiderOurKnow. If you want to subscribe to the podcast, you can do it at iTunes or at Stitcher.com. The COK team includes Emily Clausen, Natalie Thorpe, Marianne Wetzel, Jeremiah Knight, Hobart Willis, and Spencer Cannon. Our intern is Ryan Shattuck. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Connor Bentley. You're listening to Consider Our Knowledge. To the extreme! (laughs) (laughs) Filling your head with knowledge. Yeah. Just tiny knowledge, though. Just some knowledge. That shit's overflowing. Yeah, look at your brain. This is your brain on knowledge. (laughs) (laughs) It's all big and supple. Yeah.